she's not in medicine and she also didn't have kids. So she's, I'm and she doesn't speak Spanish. Triple, triple, black sheep. Oh, it's so great to be here. Like now we know what we don't want to do. And Ryan was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, no babies, no babies for me. Um, Like where would you see yourself at age? This is the Sprinter Mom with Lashes On Podcast. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> let's talk babies because babies. I don't know what the boys are doing at home. Okay. So Brooklyn doesn't know this. We love and babies. We love babies. We love babies. What, what made you decide to only be an aunt for the rest of your life? Oh, no babies. No babies for me. Um, so I just want to say... It's something that like you don't just wake up with and all of a sudden you don't want kids like mm. you plan it out. At least I did. I, I, I would like to think that like a lot of the people who make the decision not to have children, it's not it, like it's a thought process, mm. you know. So I wanted, you know, a certain lifestyle for myself. I have one aunt who is my, like, she's kind of like, what, what do you want to call Like my, my end goal, like my end game or whatever. Oh yeah. Like, like your dream. Like this is the life yeah. I want to live. She and her husband, um, my aunt Esmeralda, my uncle Max, they own a resort in Puerto Rico. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. They, he has children, but she, she does not. But, like, she's been instilled in our lives from the very beginning, providing for us, like, okay, if I wanted to go on that, like, eighth grade Washington, D.C. class trip, yeah, parents couldn't necessarily afford it, you know? like Because they were paying for dance. It's paying for dance, <laughs> paying for sports, paying yes. for all the things. And it was just nice that, like, my aunt was able to, like, come through, you yeah. know? And, and because... And, and, you know, for multiple reasons, but when we graduated high school, when we graduated college, when, you know, and we go visit her and them and it's incredible. And so in the back of my mind, I'm always like, wow, like she's doing it different. Like you don't have to get married to have and have kids. Like you could have a whole nother life. Like they own a business, they do this. So she really opened up my eyes with that. Like you don't have to fall in line basically yeah, yeah I come from a very huge Hispanic family Catholic family Danny comes from a Catholic so no birth control allowed yeah exactly <laughs> technically, technically, technically yeah Danny comes from a Irish Italian and Catholic family so it's almost expected everyone does everyone yeah. gets married has kids that's what it is and early on before things got serious <gasps> look at that mountains really fast oh, oh my god, my that looks gosh. Like snow. Brooklyn, look at that. oh my god it's so pretty that looks like snow oh it's so pretty wow okay phoenix like showing off falling over okay so danny that. had the same background danny had the same minus the hispanic <laughs> but he was italian but, yeah and you better open that fast girlfriend and you're all you're smacking. <laughs> um, and before things got serious between us, I, I sat him down and I was like, listen, there's like a 99% chance that like, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to have kids. Like I, 
I just don't want, you know, um, if this is a deal breaker for you, then we need to walk away because I don't want you living your life trying to convince me otherwise. And yeah. I don't want to do be the opposite. And thank God he was like, I'm the same way. Like I never needed, I never wanted. It's just something that like, it's not in me, you know, like it, it's in other people. It's just not in me. Like I, yes, we love children. We, with our venue now, like we do a breakfast with Santa every year and a hundred percent of what we bring in, like we don't take any, but a hundred percent what we bring in it goes to like the Saints Peter and Paul meals program. And that has a children division that feeds the kids lunches and oh, all that awesome. stuff. So like this past year we were able to, or this year we were able to donate over $4,000 to the meals program. And that's we are amazing. super excited about that. And so there's other ways, you know, like we have, you know, nieces and nephews that we love to spoil. We have travel funds set up for them. So, if they want that eighth grade class trip, parents probably could afford it, <laughs> uh, given what but my sister and my brother do. Yeah. But it doesn't have to dip into their funds. It, yeah, it doesn't have for to the dip savings into their or savings. whatever. I want to be able to provide my nieces and nephews to go travel and go see the world, go see the states, go yeah. see whatever. I, that's important to me because that's pretty much what my aunt Esmeralda did for me, you know, mm. so I took that, that's, she's a huge in, inspiration, you know, in my life. Okay. So yeah, but no children for us. Um, we like to be the fun aunt and uncle and just kind of send them on their way. But how did your mom feel about you being like, this is it? Okay. So funny thing is, is my mom was super cool about it. My mom was super cool, super chill. Danny's parents, super chill. If that's what you want to do, we support you. Yeah. My dad, my dad and me and my dad have a relationship where we like razz each other. Like we kind of have the same sense of humor in a way. Do you think you're kind of besties compared to your brother and sister? Like you and your dad, like you have a bigger connection. I, I, or it's a different, connection. it's a different connection. Okay. Like I, I think I'm more sorry i think i'm more closer to my mom but me and my dad have this relationship where we joke and we kind of understand each other um anyways but he took it like he wasn't as cool about it he Aww. was kind of not upset but he was just like questioning why 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 yeah. like i can't believe this i can't believe you wouldn't want to have your own child like you know, and it, and then like, you know, on Mother's Day, it would come around and be like, I can't wish you a Mother's Day, Aww. you know? And it's like, but I never wanted to be wished a Mother's, Happy Mother's Day, you know? So I, he finally like came around and it, it's not like it caused any issues. He just yeah. took it way different than I thought. I thought my mom would take it, take it mm. bad, but my dad was like, he felt more about it than, yeah. you know, but yeah, it's fine. And he, you know, like he totally gets it now and it's, you know, it's fine. But I will say I have been on the side of, I've been called selfish. I have been called, or I've been told I'm taking the easy way out, um, by several people. Who tells, who says it though? Like family or like people, other people, friends? Um, a mix. Oh, I'll just say that. 
I don't want to get into names. They know who they are. <laughs> hey, royals. Um, it's like the royals. We won't right. spill the beans. You know. <laughs> but I, I've been told that. But I've been told that as a woman, Danny, he gets high-fived. Danny, uh, no question. He's the man. Oh, oh you, you don't, don't have kids? You don't want children? Great. Good for you. I get I get I'm being selfish and I'm being, which I respect people's opinion, but I'm not going to apologize for the life I want for me. You know, just like somebody waking like you, you always knew you wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Kids always. You never apologize for that. So why should I have to apologize for not wanting kids? Yeah. Because I want a certain relationship with my nieces and my nephews. Yeah. And I want a certain relationship with my husband and just with me in general. So, but culturally yeah. and like to be really taboo, yeah. like, would you say that a part of you, like, cause I like, <laughs> I don't talk about this very much. No, but, like, <laughs> we're very like anti-abortion. Like right. if you got to a place like, Obviously, you want to be, if you know you don't want to have kids, like, you're preventative. So, you're right. birth control, whatever, yeah. get fixed, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like, what happens if you accidentally get pregnant in the Catholic world? Like, that's, like, do you have the baby? Do you adopt out? Do you, like, what if it was, like, totally hypothetical, yeah. completely on accident? Yeah. What do you do in that situation? Sure. So, I will say that uh, Danny did get a vasectomy, okay. you know, uh, while we were living in Chicago. And so that was a long time ago. Um, he still tests and everything. So he's fine. Um, Cause remember you had one of your aunts got pregnant after yes. a vasectomy my and she was in her forties yes. and had a baby. baby. My beautiful cousin, Zach, he's amazing. He's like the best thing that ever came into this world. He is it's like a miracle. I know. I know. So, uh, yeah it was a surprise and because I think my uncle didn't test himself or didn't, you know, so it reversed. Um, so if that were to happen with us, of course we would accept it because that's God's plan. Yeah. It's not my plan. It's, you know, like they say, you make a plan and God laughs. You yeah. Know? That's fair. Um, so like if I were to one day end up pregnant, Okay. You'd be like, okay, it's Mother shy. Mary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I, whole, how did like, this happen? Yeah. <laughs> of course, I would accept it and welcome it and say, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, 100%. No question. Because I don't... I, because you know. you've also experienced a sister who had trouble getting pregnant. Exactly. So, you so I don't know. want to... If I'm supposed to, then I'm supposed to, you know, yeah. my sister, God love her. She tried everything under the sun, her and her husband. And, you know, they ended up adopting Matias, which again, one of the amazing things that came into our lives. And, um, there's, you know, they're raising this amazing child and, you know, she's so fulfilled. You can tell, and yeah. she's, you know, she's instilling her beliefs and her things. And sometimes I see a lot of traces of her in him and i'm like oh well that's becca for you you know yeah <laughs> but I it doesn't it. have to be of her body it's just literally exactly. her child it's her child yeah. yeah so if i were to one day get pregnant i you know relate like just thinking about my sister thinking about people who can't get pregnant like uh, okay i'm not going to be that selfish and say absolutely not like no it's supposed to happen yeah that's, that's 
God's way. But you're like, oh, like knock on something that it doesn't happen. Right. But you're not like, oh no, we're aborting. This is like done. No way. Never. You're just Never. open to like. Yeah. I even considered too, when my sister was having trouble getting pregnant. <laughs> That's right. Surrogacy. I forgot about that. Uh, Danny and I had a huge conversation and it was one of those things where I'm like, I like I would give my sister anything, yeah. you know, and so if she asked me, I won't I won't offer. But if she ever asked me, hundred percent, I can't. Why would you question it? Yeah. You know? If I if my body could take it, if I could do it, if it works, yeah. then I'm gonna do it. You know. But also, it makes it so complicated for your husband and right. various other things. Right. Right. But it is. It's a beautiful thing to right. be able to do. But you also don't even know if you can do it because, know. you know. Right. So it was one of those things where, like, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But at this point, like. We might not get there. I told. Right. Right. And I told Danny, like, we need to be on the same page in case. So, like, that's, you know, again, like, we don't just wake up and feel, oh, no, no kids. No kids. You know, or, oh, yeah. like, you talk about these things. It's your life, you know. Like, yeah. Like, you, you plan. I plan for these things, you know. So. So without having children, but having nieces and nephews mm -hmm. in two different states, yeah. like where would you see yourself at age 60? Oh God, 60. With your venue, with, do you ever plan on having like more than one venue? Like yes. what does that look like? The goal is just to expand however we see to expand, you know. So, it, like, but is the Franklin of Soulard? Was that is that in an area where that's a well-known name? Like, yes. would it not be the Franklin of Soulard in other places? It would be Correct. other names. Correct. Okay. So we're in. So St. Louis has a lot of different neighborhoods. So the neighborhood we're in is Soulard. Okay. Um, kind of like Glendale or Peoria okay. or whatever, okay. you know. And so, and where Danny and I live is in Lafayette Square, you okay. know. And so, um, right. We do off-site catering for a venue that's literally around the corner from us um, called 9th Street Abbey. And they're amazing. Love them. That's we, a cute little place. It's like much smaller, right? No. So that's in the park. Oh, okay. Uh, that's that's in Lafayette Square Park, you know, but 9th Street Abbey is just around the corner from us. And it's a venue, you know, 200 people, I would say max. And we do, so on any given night, we're doing a wedding at our venue plus a wedding at their venue. Yeah. Catering. How many people can you have max? 300. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it's awesome. The relationship we've built with them and like, we're on their catering menu and you know, all that stuff. Um, the little guy in the park, we're still trying to decide how we want to play that, but yeah, we do a lot of like rehearsal dinners, showers, like bridal showers, baby showers, you know, yeah. there. So it's smaller, smaller. Um, but the goal is to eventually, probably have multiple venues, you know, be in multiple kitchens, mm -hmm. um, offsite catering, you know? So yeah, it's, it, wherever we see an opportunity, if it makes sense, we'll take it and we'll go for it. We, we haven't really like mapped out our vision statement, you know, um, we're working on that. Working on it. <laughs> I know, I know we're working on it. Um, but I, I, we're both trending in the right direction as far yeah. as like, we're both on the same page, you know, would so. you say, so Danny, who's a trained chef mm -hmm. and all that, like, does he create the menus? Yes. Does he do all that? Does he train the people? Like, is he the main chef? Is he actually the chef or does he just oversee all of it? He oversees all of it. Okay. He writes the menus. Um, 
and will write most of the recipes. He relies on our, on our executive chef to execute and carry out what Danny envisions. Okay. But he also relies on that our executive chef, who's incredible and super talented, um, to have his input. Danny's like, hey, I can't quite get here with a recipe. You develop this and let me see where you're Kinda at. Kind of like you having a vision for your venue, like for the whole picture of it, but then like bringing in people to say like, hey, how do we really execute this well? Right, And exactly. help my brain wrap around it. Exactly, yep, yep. So Danny's kind of like the brains behind the kitchen. Our, chef, our executive chef, um, he executes and like will tweak things and sometimes have better ideas than Danny does. Mm. You know, we're very collaborative in our team you know we always say like just because we say it should be a certain way doesn't mean it's the right way like you might come up with something else that's better so let's talk about it let's execute let's yeah like there's never we always say there's never like a mistake being made if you think it through like if you think it through and you think that's the best possible answer do it we will support you as long as you think it through it might be the wrong answer we'll figure that out after yeah you know so we're very collaborative with our team and they love it. Um, um, yeah. With being 39 years old and <sighs> business owners, yeah. do you have people that are older than you that work for you? No. Like, how does that? <gasps> no, they're we're all the younger. Oldest. I went from being the youngest female in Chicago working for Garmin and Nokia and whatever to being the oldest <laughs> and with being, the best skin you have the best freaking skin I oh my so god oh you're, you just made my day thank you no, I do. It's stupid. but <laughs> but no honestly it i think we we like it that way like our chef is young but he's super talented so he has so much potential same with our event managers super young but so they're young and hungry it's almost like you're like training them for yeah. what they could be we're molding them yes. yeah and they're hungry which mm-hmm. i love like one of them in particular is yeah it's right so- one of ryan's things is and we'll probably see him but he always says hungry humble and kind or oh, like there's yeah. there's things that you have to find in people and if they're hungry mm-hmm. and humble yeah they're gonna be great employees yeah that's i feel like that's how i was at my old when my old boss like yeah. i was hungry i wanted to learn everything because i knew this was our path like this yeah. is what we're and gonna you do knew you don't know right yeah right so i wanted to learn everything i wanted to develop everything with him so i could just like really like get after it with what i did want to do and what i didn't want to do mm. like when it was my my business yeah. you know with danny so I will never forget someone at our wedding said um, he was at our wedding, but they were engaged to get married like a few months later. Yeah. And he he was one of like Ryan's fraternity brothers, which go, you know, be you or whatever, <laughs> Delta Upsilon. And uh, <laughs> but he was literally at our wedding. He was like, oh, it's so great to be here. Like now we know what we don't want to do. And Ryan was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. But we're like okay which is fine you know but it's fair like you do learn things that you don't want to do but also don't like tell that to someone but i just want to say my brother still talks about the potatoes that were served at your wedding he loved he was like 
these are the best potatoes I've ever had in my life. What? I'm not kidding. My brother still talks about your okay, potatoes. Sheraton Crescent. Thank you so much, Sheraton yeah. Crescent. That's so funny. What a random thing. He still is like, man, those are the best potatoes. And I was like, well, what were they? I don't remember. You know, I'm like, mom, like just. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Mario. Yeah, Mario. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Ask him for a donation to our nonprofit for <laughs> yeah. our potatoes at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, pharmacist. I know. I know. Director oh Rachel, of Rachel, her yeah. siblings all became like her sister's a doctor in yes. San Diego, like works with the Olympic team. And yeah, her brother is team like USA. a pharmacist. Yeah, she's Team yeah. USA. And her brother's a pharmacist in town and married a doctor. A doctor. But like my brother is the director of pharmacy at whatever hospital. Oh, John C. Lincoln. You know, like a big, yeah. big, big freaking so deal. So I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> we were just talking about what that meant. So we passed a Jeep coming to get you and it said... I'm the black Jeep in my family. Oh, how And I laughed funny. and I was like, oh, Brooklyn, look at the, the cover of the Jeep. And she's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh, you know, like people say you're the black sheep in the family. Yeah. And she's like, no. So I, we had it. We just <laughs> no, had it. I don't That's know. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, because I'm not in medicine. Because Same I'm, issued. yeah, she's I'm the, the black, black sheep. sheep. But I'm still successful. I don't she's, <laughs> she's not in medicine and she also didn't have kids. So she's, I'm and she doesn't speak Spanish. Triple, so triple, triple, triple black sheep. sheep. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Xavier exactly. this morning, I was like, say something to Christina in Spanish. And he said something like, it's my kitchen. Like, yeah, esta this is, is my la kitchen. cochina. And she was like, you're, <laughs> it's cochina. Oh, cochina. What's cochina? Dirty. <laughs> Cochina, cochina. Oh, I, I thought it was the same word. Cochina is kitchen. See, I know this. Cochina is because dirty. Because my family did all the dirty words I growing up. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Anyway, so I was like, cochina, like using it as a word, but it's not a word. It's just a kitchen. But yeah, you are a triple black sheep. I know, I am. I and coming from a Catholic family i mean i had my work cut out for me with like and danny's family too like oh no you can't do any hail marys to save yourself at this point were you ever interested in medical never never she did the weather and weather um, traffic traffic. reports for a very long time but no i hated that so (laughs) (laughs) you're like Donde esta el, <laughs> el sol? Venue? El, 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 el libation? Musica? I don't know. <laughs> you don't even know. Musica. El musica. Thanks for joining us today for the Sprinter Mom with Lashes on podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week.